topic, but if it's in the head, you're, you're being once okay, and you hope to, that you will be okay, causes an unokayness now. Mm-hmm. Yeah? There's, like, you're okay, basically, until you start thinking about being okay. And when you think about being okay, you can only think about being okay before and later, and which causes you to have a sense you're run okay now. Yeah? Why don't we go over this? Who the fuck knows? It's just, I just was, I've been led to just describe, because I'll tell you personally, Personally, folks, personally. When I went to the talks before of other people, and they'd sing the virtues of oneness and all like that, I liked it, but I didn't know that it was two-ness entertaining oneness. Yeah? I'm split. I'm split as a subject-object event. Yeah? To the point, and you can re- bring it right back here, where this object is said to be the subject. <laughs> That's the, that's the initial dualism, yeah? Initial dualism is that the subjectivity is taken to be an attribute of an object. Yeah. That's, that's, see, all there is is subjectivity. But here, with the body being identified, we believe an, an object is what's subject. Yeah? This is how, why we see everything dualistically, because we're looking from dualism. Yeah? We're looking from splitness. So when we look at what, when we look towards the one, it's being referred to the two. And so the, the thing that, yeah. the new assault towards the oneness is how can I squeeze this into oneness? Because what, when two-ness meets supposed oneness, it morphs, it just sucks it up into two-ness. So now I will be that which I am. Yes? You know what I mean? The artness of what you are now becomes a future goal. I will become what I am. <laughs> because that's the, that's the Homerish, the Ode, the Odyssey, the Ulysses type thing for the selfing. It will now embark on this incredible, hazardous, noble journey to find, to arrive at itself. But it's, it's embarking from that which it wants to arrive at. That's why it doesn't get it. It doesn't see that it's, it's the port it's leaving. It only sees it as a mental idea of a future port or a port somewhere else that it's going to go through all this and finally arrive at. But the, the arrival is already occurred. It's already in place. It never occurred. It's always been. You never left to arrive back at it, yeah? See, that's the, that's the dilemma. Selfing doesn't like that story, because it ain't a story. It can't really find, it can't go into its acting chops. <laughs> with, like, it's got no material to work with. You mean I'm that which I'm looking for? Yeah, oh, fuck. I was really engaged in the looking for it. I know. I was, I mean, I was planning lifetimes of seeking for that which I am. (laughs) You now just took that whole meaning of life right out from underneath me. I don't fucking like you. I wish I had never heard you before and never even went on that damn website, which I take as misogynist anyway, Zen bitch (laughs) life. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Do you see it? It's so the whole the whole idea is an idea. That's the mistake. So, of course, we're speaking over people's heads. Because from the person's point of view, they believe I'm talking about bigger mind to them, but I'm actually talking to bigger mind about them. <laughs> See, they believe I'm talking to, you know, you believe I'm talking to you about bigger mind, but I'm talking to mind about a, a, a you. Not you, because there isn't, there isn't you. There's an a you, yeah? There's an I you that thinks it's you. It thinks it's you so fucking much, it crowns this you as a special you that there's no other you like you called me. <laughs> so we're not this message is not taught is not directed at you. It's directed at bigger mind about a you. <laughs> because if you can inform bigger mind the activity that it has swooned under, so to speak, of course it never could happen, but it can seem to happen here, it can easily wake up because it's the dreaming. Yeah? Now it can take itself time, it can take time waking up, which is like the Course in Miracles says, you and I are the dreaming of this dream, and we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. That's sort of taking time to wake up to the fact that you're awake. You'll dream yourself out of the dream. The dream is of time and of separateness and of thingness, and you'll dream yourself out of it. And as you do, the dream will get happier. Yeah? That's an incredible deal. Now, others, maybe it's like the Express, yeah? They get the one possibility, and all it is is allowing a possibility to enter this compromised field of vision called self-centeredness, where all the possibilities are thrust into time, I will be okay, I was okay, I will be, you know, everything's going to be great, Every, you know, or, and or everything was great, it's always drenched in fucking time. So the possibilities are quite limited, not because the mind is limited, it's because the mind is identified with a system of thought and a small m mind called self-centeredness, which is very limiting. Yeah? And if it's identified with its premise that you're a body, it's going to be very limited in its infinite ability to entertain. Yeah? So we like to see you drop in some information into that little fucking closed system that doesn't attack the system from the outside, it erodes it from the inside. Yeah, it, you give you give so much shit. One of them's going to get through. It's like a sperm. You know what I mean? It's like a spiritual sperm, and you want to get to the fucking universal whatever egg. But you know what I mean? Most of them aren't going to make it because there's a defense for some fucking reason. Maybe to make it interesting, I don't know. But they're swimming like crazy, and one all it takes is one. Doesn't take eight hundred to initiate the egg. It's one, just one. That's the faith in mind. You just put it out there. You get an aha. You get an aha here. Aha there. Aha ha. Da da da. You see it. You know things. You start seeing the quid in it. 
coincidental situation, the choreography of the place. It's, you're starting to seemingly come to to what's really going on. And when you come to to what's really going on, all roads lead to Rome. They all lead to you. Not, not, not this you, but to what you really are. And the Course would, like, intimate it constantly in some of its statements. You know, you give everything all the meaning it has. Everything is completely meaningless. Da-da-da-da-da. There is no fucking world. Nothing ever really happened here. <laughs> you don't need to forgive. It's more like atonement because no one ever did anything to anybody. Yeah? Now, that's a pretty... That's taking it way far. But the fact is, all of the movement is not out. It's back, in a sense. If you want to look at it as a, a way to describe, it's not an affirmation, it's more a negation. So, instead of focusing and concentrating out here, you disperse and open up back. Yeah? This is not a path. This is no path. This is, this is what illuminates whatever path you're on. But it's not a path to illumination. Non-duality is not a path to illumination. It's a negation of path. Leading to the point where you get to sit with your own illumination. Or the illumination. So it's more not a moving towards. It's actually a moving away almost. Or moving back. And as you move back, the aperture opens up more and more. And you get a wider, wider, wider vision. And then there's a lot more possibilities available. And like, I remember when it happened to me in recovery. It was about my 11th, 10th year. It doesn't matter. But I had had the great privilege to lead people in a workshop concerning one of the steps. I won't go into it. But I did it quite a lot for years. Like every Monday I was in America, I would be at this place sharing. And it was on one chapter, really, called How It Works. And something happened... That, and I had read the sentence thousands of times, but this time, the sentence, so much, so much stuff came out of the sentence that had never been seen before, which was basically distilled into one thing. Self, the difference between self and us. Yeah. I had a, a huge sense that it was a foreign installment, or a parasitical movement. It was other. Let's just put it that way. Extremely, totally completed other. That which I had taken myself to be, where I looked at life from, where everything that I got that came back came to that, went through that little filter and siphoning. Yes? All of that thing, all of that point, that nexus, wasn't me. Yeah? It was like, bam, that was that. It wasn't, oh, maybe on Tuesdays and Thursdays it isn't, no, it was just, had no, and it wasn't me like it never had been me, nor will it ever be me. It wasn't just like, oh, thank God for this minute it's not me. No, it wasn't me, it's never going to be me. <laughs> You know, it was like a complete. Now, it may have taken time to play out, but the seed, the whole oak tree is totally complete in the seed. It germinated in time, and so it seems like it deepens and, and it expands, but it expands in the context of pure expansion. So you sense an expansion of mind, but it isn't mind expanding. It's an expansion in mind. Mind is not expanding. Mind is infinitely fucking... Space, yeah? 
but you also get these hits of an expansion in mind. Like a big bubble will blow up and boom, pop. And when it pops, it echoes a stronger communication than all the 50 years of storytelling your head has been spinning on your ass. It will erase tons and tons of minutia like that in a split second. And when something that seems so real can be erased in absolutely no time, you get its true essence. It's not so. How could something, how could 35 years of worth of worth of something could be erased in a nanosecond because it was never fucking deep there to begin with. It was made up, and when what's making it up sees through it, it sees right through all that it made up. And then there's a hit that it's the only reality. It's the only reality there ever is or was or will be, and right now in this little dream, it's been lending its reality to things through the identification with a thing. It becomes identified as a body, and through this identification, it now gives tons of meanings to other things and makes them as real, as real as it can be, seemingly so. It can only happen in time. It's never, ever been so. It never will be so. It never was so, but it can seem to be so. To who? Or to what? What's the reality? Haven't you noticed that something that seems so truly to be so, and maybe you had a lot of duration, and then suddenly it's not, it doesn't seem to be so, and it's like it's never going to seem to be so ever again? Where's your, what's your role in it? Your role was, it seemed to be so to you, and suddenly that role seemed to change. That didn't change. It doesn't seem to be real to you. What does that point to? What does that lend itself to? What does that imply? You're the reality. You don't need a giant, you don't need God to appear. Oh, my son, come here, sit on my lap, and I'll tell you. No, one little sample will tell you everything. How could the worst thing that ever happened to you become the best thing? And there was no process of becoming. It was just what what was looking at it changed. The, The thing didn't change at all. It's the same event. It happened in 1985. Got pulled over here. I mean, nothing changes, but everything changes. How's that? How could that be? Unless we're the reality. And that this whole place is based on seemingly so. And it has to be seemingly so to us. What's seemingly so to someone else isn't seemingly so to you. Some people have a total conviction today sucked and you had a great day. So to you, the day didn't suck. You have a total different experience. Now, maybe if you want something from them, you'll try to act like you understand. But deep down, you got you have no understanding. Fuck, it was a great day. Yeah? How could a day that we... Oh, look at the colors, man. How, how, how a day that we have have given so much credence to, the reality to, still gets overridden by the one who's having the day. Now we want to say the day impressed itself on us, tattooed us, but that was because we were willing to be tattooed. Investigate. Take it back. You'll be there. <laughs> you, you've been at every scene of the fucking crime. 
Yeah, <laughs> you have. And when you're there, then you put the ball down and grace is there. Something that you could never freaking produce or bring about because you don't have any idea. You have tons of ideas, not meaning you as a person. I'm saying you as all of us. The you has tons of ideas of how it thinks it is. But if it ever starts occurring to you, it has nothing to do with anything you ever thought about it. It's like a total, it's like a total foreign shift. Yet, when it dawns on you, it's like a knowing prior to all knowing. It's like an ah, it's like an unspoken yes. It's like ah, yeah. Something, it's so fucking obvious that we've missed it. So this is more... All right, let's focus on our goal. No, 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 no. 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 Here, you know, we move this way because this movement is focusing and concentrating and then you miss a lot. Yes, a lot. This is like, like this. Like a relaxed awareness. Diffuse light, so to speak, you know? Almost as if you're hearing the light. Like you're in a sound, a sound wave. Yeah? And so the emphasis on all the things that are appearing and all, all the hard, geometrically right-angled things get weakened. They weaken and you start seeing the space almost. Yeah? And it lends itself to allowing this apparatus to travel lighter here. There's a lot of strain on the aperture if it's focused like a fucking spiritual sphincter muscle. Totally tight all day. It's so much more relaxing for the apparatus. Just to be dispersed and, you know, the Urban Renewal Project has been canceled. It's not about you. You will not waste the time that you're putting into this you when you realize it ain't you. It's, it actually doesn't need a lot of time and attention. It needs to be left alone, basically. <laughs> and then it will be... Yeah, it has its own intelligence. It has its own navigational system. Yes? It doesn't need your interfering. It doesn't. I mean, really. <laughs> I saw that so clearly. Wow, it's so fucking cool there. Now, if this, you know, if... If we were God in a self-centered way, we would say, oh, we'll make one night sky, fuck it, you know, one sunset. We can't be busy. We've got to just adore ourselves completely all day. You know what I mean? Just one sunset. You know? Well, look at this. Every fucking day. It's like a, we're surrounded by an incredible artistic event going on. You know what I mean? And, in, and the real joy is when you realize you're the brush. Yeah? You're the brush. You're facilitating the painting. Yeah, you're not the painter or the painted. Yeah, you're facilitating the painting. Yeah. And you know, it could be like, and time's lovely in a lot of ways. You know, because time can tease this experience out, you see. The sunset doesn't, just doesn't start with this tone. A lot of things have to come to play to get that look. 
and then slowly it, it crescendos, and no one hears, it's not like a big cymbal hits, you know, but for some of us there is. And then it decreases, and then, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Or like, you go through a garden, and all the bulbs are there, and then the next day they open a little, and they open, they, it's not like everything's open, you know, all the time. It's like a process, and it's sort of beautiful in a lot of ways. Yeah? And it's even beautiful to have senses of being so confined and claustrophobic in mental, emotional closets, let's say, and then finally be let out yeah? and be able to become like a free-range character. Yeah? It's a real joy in a lot of ways. And it, it produces what, what I don't think you could produce without time, which is appreciation. Yeah? With time, appreciation can be produced because you've had seemingly a lot of slogging, heavy shit, and then the joy of lightness is more amplified because of its opposite. It's really beautiful, in a sense. It's really gorgeous. Yeah. So, let's give a hand to the minds that are dreaming themselves out of this dream. Really. I'm serious. Just, if you could get a hint. So this whole idea is like people, you know, you can be a teacher about what we're not. You can teach about what we're not. You can. Like Dokten said, it's a longer verse, but he says that to study Buddhism is to study the self, you know, the small s. And to study the self is to forget the self. Now, if you study anything from the self, all the knowledge you gather will be had by the selfing. And as in recovery, we say self-knowledge avails you nothing. Why? Knowledge is pretty cool, but if it's claimed by selfing, it will avail you nothing. But to learn about what we're not is to forget what we're not. And in the forgetting of what we're not, like St. Francis says, it's in self-forgetting that you're freaking reborn or something. It's in the forgetting of what you're not that the sense of presence of what you are becomes obvious. You can't have a total obsession with self and then sense the presence of the self's inherent absence because it will be present trying to have the experience of presence. But it's in the losing interest in the selfing is what allows a gaining of interest in what's so. And now the faith of mind, instead of being used to enslave us in time, because the thought system presents us in time, and if there's faith in thoughts, you're going to have probably a lot of anxiety and a lot of tremors and a lot of nervousness based on believing or having faith in what's not happening, which is brought to us by the thought system. Yes? That same faith, if freed from that preoccupation, will enrich your day right now. You won't be looking ten seconds past right now. You won't, because you realize it's not happening. It's the most obvious, most easy response to what's not happening, 
from what's happening. And we are from what's happening. No matter what you fucking think or feel or say, it's all happening now. So the only thing that gives us a measure of what's not happening is the sense of what's happening. If we get displaced from here, we'll be fucking taken by any tons of shit that's never going to happen. They'll occupy us now, yeah? And yet, the fear of it is imaginary. Yet it produces an effect here. To me, that's slavery. To me, that's an interpretation. We've given up the livingness of this event to get a safe, secure interpretation of the event. Yet I feel it makes us stale and arthritic, and we basically fucking die in that rigor mortis, so to speak. We're like vertical coffins, in a way. We don't recognize we're laying in a coffin because we're moving, but we're pretty much inherently dead (laughs) to what's happening. Literally, really. I watched it. At these, I mean, a lot. You know, I see people. I'm sitting here, and some people, they're they're totally flipped out. And I know it has no, it cannot be produced by what's happening because I'm in what's happening, and there's no threat. So obviously, to do a simple diagnosis, they must be reacting to something that's not here, brought to them by what? Next Friday doesn't bring itself to you today. The thought system uses next Friday to produce an effect now. It's playing God constantly. We're miracle workers every second of the day. We really. I mean, Jesus really brought supposedly Lazarus up from the dead, but Lazarus was once alive. We're making shit out of nothing. I mean, literally. People are in their car, 7th and Clement. They're fucking up in, at on, you know, Ponderosa, the last Bonanza show they watched. You know? They're just totally you know, out. But you never, never can possibly leave here. You just believe you can. Yeah? And it's the faith in that that makes it seemingly so. How could something that's not so seem so real? Reality must have a role in it. I mean, how can something that's not so seem so real? It must be seeming so real to what's so. That's my new Zen name. What's so? So what? What's so? So what? My dualistic expression. What's so? So what? But there's an easy seeing of it. If you just keep listening, come to the talks. I, yeah, I'm telling you, I, have, I don't have faith in me. I have faith in mine. This isn't me. Something downloads. I mean, this is a drag to the me. You know what I mean? I can't put the moves on women because, fuck, you know. I'm supposed to be a spiritual giant. Wait till they go to coffee with me or something. Oh, they'll be totally disappointed. It doesn't give me... I had a lot more seeming room to be an egoic, identified self before. Now I'm sort of, hey... You know, a clarion call gets played. I better fucking, you know, clean up my fucking ways. <laughs> you know, I gotta have some integrity now. <laughs> it was, it's not out of virtue. 
<laughs> I mean, it's the appropriate response. Something moves through, and it's it's it demonstrates and it intimates itself, and basically, the most you can do as an action figure is honor it, whatever, however that means or translates for you and your see the sign. And in the honoring of it, that's that's basically that's it. So if you don't follow the thought, see that if it if something appears to be so that ain't faith's involved. If something appears to be so that isn't faith is involved, faith, a force of big M mind is involved. As Jesus was implying, I humbly believe, when he says, as you believe, so it is. It's done according to your faith. He's basically describing the same situation, trying to inform people how powerful they fucking are. While they're playing out these roles of being victims and weak and powerless, they're that which is all power. I don't care how many many roles and how defining they are, that which you are is never defined by that which we're not, unless that what that which we are wants to. <laughs> if it if it believes it and has faith in it, it will seem to be so. When the faith is shifted, it won't seem to be so because it's neither. It's not been either. It wasn't so, nor is it so. It's nothing. We're all there is. What does that mean on a Wednesday night at 7? You'll walk down the street unaccompanied by thought about walking down the street. (laughs) You know what I mean? You'll be be freed from the incessant interpretation of the mental state pointing out the obvious. Oh, you're going into a store. Oh, thank you, wise one. Yes, I noticed I'm in a store. But thanks thanks for the fucking interpretation. Right. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's like it's a paring down or an economizing event. You don't be, you don't, nothing gets added on to you. It's mostly it's all subtraction. And then the wisdom is very, very, very appropriate. You have it when it's needed, and not before or after. It's always the storage of all the wisdom in the world is a vacant space. Yeah. It's the lightest thing. It's like the thing we talked about with space, right? Let's say now, let's say there's 50 people in this room, and we all die, and then we say, all right, so we weigh space, and let's see if it lost any weight. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You know? All right, we've had 800 new people born today. Let's weigh space. It must be heavier. No. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're not adding or subtracting. We're not taking up any space. We're appearing in it. And the space is mind. It's the mind of mind. Yeah? It's the mind of mind. Emptiness. And there's dreaming going on in this emptiness. Not taking up one little bit of the space of the emptiness. Not adding on to it. Not subtracting from it. As if if it's never happened. It's leaving absolutely no mark on it whatsoever. 
Just like all the shit that moved through the sky today, has it left one lasting impression on the sky? No matter how much you like that cloud that looked like a dog in the morning, it's not looking like a dog now. It's moved or gone, yes? Nothing, there's no lasting imprint ever left on the sky. That's what mine is like. So this whole world is seemingly so. It appears to be true or false to us. Based on not it, but on where we're looking at it from, basically. Yeah? Like they say in physics, the biggest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. They say, hey, observation distorts what's observed. That's how it is. As soon as you arrive at the party, it's different. (laughs) You're the big player here. That's the freedom from the bondage of self. The bondage of self is an activity of a mental state. A mental process is telling a story about what's going on here, centered on the idea that there's a self, a singular, long-lasting, independent, separate entity. This, This body is signifying my separateness, my uniqueness, my independence. Yeah? And I'm the one who's having this experience. I'm the one who's seeing now. I'm the one who's feeling. I'm the one who's tasting. I'm the one who's thinking. I'm the one who's doing. And let's go on with this fucking story. Let's see how much, how long can you take it? (laughs) Maybe 80 years. (laughs) Then the the mind just vomits it all up and like it never happened. (laughs) I've had enough of this taste of self. surprised that you had another day today? I am. I'm getting to an age where, wow, fuck. Shit, here I am again. Okay. I just follow the cues and I make it through another day. And then you just, you're, most of us are dying of us, aren't we? We're fucking exhausted. Fucking living here. This place is unbelievable. Because even if you get to be great for one minute, there's going to be another minute after that. You can't seem to stabilize your condition as an action figure. It's way too volatile. It's got too many things going on. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just incredible. And it's like, to manage that all day, you just can't wait. It's like, it's like uh, what is it called? Uh, Closing hour. You <laughs> can't wait to get on that bed and just go to sleep. You know? And who's is there any guarantee? Oh, God shows up. All right, Paul, I guarantee you're going to get up tomorrow. So you can rest assured. No, you're just like diving into the unknown because you're so sick of the fucking known. All right? And then what? You come up, you wake up again. <laughs> Imagine if there were 68 hours in a day. Fucking, there'd be like a huge leap in suicides before, and they'd all be on Mondays. Fucking, they wouldn't even make Tuesday. 68 hours? 
40 something hours at a job I hate. <laughs> 12 hours at McDonald's to eat. <laughs> Eight hours at the gym. Fuck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, 24 hours, I feel that's a stretch. <laughs> would be nice, you know, maybe an hour. Oh, great, I made it through Monday. 24 hours, like, the degree of difficulty has been really amped up. <laughs> it's, and there's so much responsibility. You've got to accrue so much value. Fuck, you wake up on the debit side, don't you? <laughs> what? Fucking, you're worthless, Paul. <laughs> you haven't done fucking anything. Okay? The mental accountant sending the memos down. You better fucking get on it today. You better do a lot of shit. <laughs> okay? <laughs> How much have I accrued by lunch? You can't even take a lunch. You haven't done it. <laughs> you gotta work overtime. When does it end? <laughs> of course you're gonna want to get loaded. Fucking look at porn. Do something. Buy a jacket you don't need. You know what I mean? Really? Watch. Who wants to watch Die Hard 8? Really? I mean, Die Hard 1 through 4 sucked. I mean, you think Die Hard 8's going to be... And Bruce Willis again? Fuck. Now they'll move to his son. will probably take over. It'll be just Die Hard forever. <laughs> you know? I mean, really. Would you go to a romantic comedy that... Have you ever been to any romantic comedy that was romantic and funny? Have you? Have you ever sat through a two-hour movie that was very funny and romantic? Probably never. But people line up to buy the next romantic comedy. That's not because the movie's good. We want fucking to do anything to get out of ourselves. Even if it's the most temporary relief. And every time we swear, all right, I'm never going to a movie if they ever charge $10. You're paying out $15 for the 3D fucking... They're never going to have commercials at the theater. First look, tons of fucking shows that never even make it. So then Chevrolet, yeah, where did Chevrolet come in here? And we're just sitting passively taking it and taking it and taking it. <laughs> See, it's just like, when you're a dealer of drugs, you know whatever line... The, the client says they're not going to cross, they're going to cross in time. You just sit there with the bin of the coke in your pocket and they're going to give up all their fucking mores, their uh, morals, everything to get that thing. Because they're addicts, yeah? Our addiction to the idea of being a self causes us to be addicts for relief from that self. We'll do almost fucking anything to get a little modicum of relief from it. That's slavery to me. Yeah. So there's a solution. We all are in it, and that's why we have these satsangs. This is part of dreaming yourself out of the dream. We come here, share the space of what we are, talk about what we're not, go out to eat, and in this thing, there's a, we become familiar with what we are, by constantly being reminded about what went on. Yeah. And I don't think there's any point to go into, you know, extracurricular topics. I think we should just stay right at the point of inception, which is the presupposing of a non-existent thing, 
that wants to get salvation for that thing, or pleasure for that thing, or a movie for that thing, or a sandwich for that thing. Yeah? Whatever. It doesn't have to be enlightenment. It's going to be thousands of things. But the dilemma isn't what is looked for or sought. It's the seeker of it. If it's a non-existent thing, how far is that going to go? If the presupposing of the non-existent thing becomes your starting point, all that can follow from there is not expression, but seeking. You know, because you'll be seeking to get relief for the non-existent thing, and because it's never going to be able to get relief from, because it's not so, you'll be in the business of seeking and finding and seeking and finding. But prior to the presupposing of non-existent thing is exactly what all of us are looking for right now when we're looking. We're looking for that which is prior to the presupposing of a non-existent thing. The presupposing of a non-existent thing is actually directed at the priorness. When the priorness takes itself to be the non-existent thing, this is, that's the generator of this whole movie. That's where the actor now takes itself to be the character. When you start seeing the presupposing, and you're not looking from the presupposing, you're seeing it, now the character of Paul continues, but you're another actor. You're, not, you're the acting, basically, not the actor. You're the acting of that character. You are not the character acting. Yeah? There's no problem with the whole story at all. It's all included. Yeah? Nothing has to be vanquished or killed. It just has to be seen through. And that's not a yeoman, heroic call to arms. You and I are seeing right now. It's just a recognition because we may have been looking for ourselves as a noun and we've been missing it because we're a verb here. In this place of manifestation, we're the seeing. We're that which is, we are that which is hearing, and it's not a hearer, it's the hearing. We are that which is seeing, and it's not a seer, it's the seeing. Yeah? That's what we are. You know, you'd be like a huge leavening agent to your little action figure world. Or as in AA we say, Rule 62, you'll, you'll actually be able to stop taking yourself so seriously. Because you realize it ain't you. Yeah. And if it's not you, you're going to lose interest in it because we, <laughs> you know how it works. How interested are you in what, was, what Stanley was doing five years ago? Fucking no interest at all. But you and I, if it's about us, we'll keep on going back 40, 50, 60 years to remember a memory of some fucking event. Because you can never even get back to the event anymore. All we go to, when we remember something, we remember a memory of it. When we go back to remember an event, we remember a memory of the event. And the only reality, the only event is the memory. There is no event. There's a memory of an event. 
nothing truly ever happened. All the supposed mortal sins I committed at two o'clock are erased now. Unless I want, unless I want to hearken them forward by remembering them. The good old days make this day a bad old day <laughs> through comparing this to some mythical memory of how it was, which is about as honest as fucking a you know. <laughs> it's like it's all based on hearsay, and you're the authority, which you're a hearsay. <laughs> It's great news. You can be let off the hook. All of us have been put on many hooks. And the biggest one, you know the ones that you won't come down from. Because there's a faith in the God that's playing God. And that God ain't God. You're absolved from all sins. Unless you don't believe so. All right, that's it. Eh? Any questions today? I should have used that.